0: Hello, hello. How's it going? Can you hear me?
1: Yep, everything's good to go.
0: All right, here we go. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Grown Pay Podcast. I am your host, Leo with an I, joined by the best co-host from the West Coast, Bishop with a B. How's it going, Bishop?
1: Everything's good, man. Everything's
0: good. How about yourself on that end? Uh, it's doing good over here, here in uh, Dallas country lifestyle. I'm talking to Bishop. He's joining <laughs> us from Los Angeles, California. How's it going over
1: here? LA. That's how we do it. A little bit too hot. LA, but you know, we're getting through it. All
0: right. Hey, I got a question. Did you feel that earthquake?
1: I didn't personally. Uh, so many people I know did. And I don't know what I was doing at the, that moment, but I surely didn't feel it. You said it was, was
0: what, 4.4? Yeah, 4.4 out of, uh, what was it? Like, it's not too far. I think it's like 25 miles uh, east of Los Angeles, I heard.
1: Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah, you got
0: so many people now freaking out even more because they've been saying the big ones coming. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> is the hysteria like the people are like uh are they talking about that out there like you know because yeah. i know i would be yeah
1: you know yeah people are definitely i mean you've had different from from uh profits to to just, uh, <laughs> you know whoever uh, just been for years talking about california's gonna get hit again just like that north ridge so uh up north so you know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a trip man hopefully uh hopefully whenever it does you know um, you know it's all right and i'm not here
0: yeah, maybe you're out here in Dallas and we could start doing this podcast together.
1: Right. There you go.
0: There yeah. you go. I'm proclaiming it, man. You're moving to Dallas <laughs> and we're gonna do this, you know, face to face, put this on video podcast. But uh enough of the chit chat, man. I just wanna thank everybody for tuning in again. Uh, really appreciate everybody for their support and uh, just let you guys know that you can check us out on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google, Breaker, Stitcher, and a few other platforms. If you guys uh, uh, really enjoy this podcast, uh, let us know. You can catch us at GruntFatePodcasts at com. Hit us with your questions, anything that you guys want to share with us, man. Let us know how you're feeling about this podcast, you know? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: And uh, let's start it off, um, you know, uh, as we were talking earlier, um, for those who who are tuning in for the first time, uh, this podcast, Grown Faith, is for those who are are searching for faith or um, not necessarily in religion or a uh, person, what is it, a specific God or God's. Um, but just someone that, that if you guys are just questioning or just have some questions, we're going to be touching on that. And I also wanted to throw in some current to- uh, current topics that are going on that tie into what, what you know, um, and I believe that this is going to be something that's going to help you guys. It'll help. It's helping me. Um, I really stepped up my game in reading, and and I found a lot of information out there that's just helping me grow in my spiritual journey and my spiritual walk, and I just want to share that with you guys, and, you know, hopefully you guys call us and uh, tell us about your spiritual journey and your spiritual walk and how we can help each other, and um, this is what Grown Faith is about, uh, uh, connecting with you guys as well, you know? Definitely. Definitely. So. I, I thought about, let's talking about traditions, right? This is what this was going to be about. Uh, culture, traditions, losing your faith, finding your faith, exploring different faiths. And um, it's going to be somewhat about that, you know, but I do think that we should touch on some current topics. And one of the current topics I wanted to talk to you about is, well, one, one big one was the Pope. Yeah. You know, what, what bigger topic than that? Than, uh man, I think that's going to rock the, uh, the Catholic faith you know
1: right right that's that's definitely I mean when you have people calling for him to to give up his position and 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 what that means i mean we're we're seeing things from you know clearly from a um American standpoint, the president that we have to a lot of the things that are happening in the world right now, especially that that you just spoke of this is this is this stuff is
0: unprecedented, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that job is like a lifetime job, almost Mm -hmm. right. I believe Mm -hmm. that they couldn't, they can't step down from that. I believe, from what I read before,
1: but you know what, the last dude, and I don't really know what happened, but he, you know, the one he kind of, he kind of, um, I forgot his name, but he was
0: before this one, he stepped down on purpose. Yeah, he did step down, yeah, and uh, this back to back, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. This is something when I heard that they're calling for his resignation,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, so we we you know of all these scandals that have occurred in the last few years that we've seen with the with the Catholic Church and the, and the priests and so on and so forth. This is, I mean, I, I'd imagine eventually it would have gotten here, but I guess people wouldn't have ever thought it would have
0: gotten here because it's the Pope, you know. So, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering too, like, is this just the American archbishops that are calling for that, or this is like, is this a worldwide thing? You know, right. I, I don't, I haven't heard about, but I've heard about American archbishops calling for resignation and uh one thing that i that i i felt man is the revolution will be televised you're not hiding anything anymore
1: right you
0: know right. Th- with with the news with the uh, with internet man it, it's hard to um man to keep and just brush things under the rug man and i don't think people are are afraid for to voicing their opinions anymore i think people are coming out now and there is no fear of like oh man the catholic church is going to uh denounce me and they're going to You know, come after me because they did. They've had so much power for so long, for for so long, and I think people are might be fed up. They are fed up. Mm -hmm. You know, I would be fed up. I am fed up with that. You know, you can't be hiding what's going on in the dark anymore. You know,
1: right, right. You know, I mean, we're we're talking about you know, continuously destroying lives. You know, because that's really what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. You know, you're all these individuals who have who have come out and spoken against these individuals who have harmed them, these things are potential life owners And it's like that for a lot of people. They they can't relate to other people. They can't have uh, intimacy and romantic relationships. They can't get past these things that these things have implanted in them. And I think it's that's why so many people are so fed up. It's like, you know, what, who can we trust? <laughs> you know? And, uh, and the people that we do put our our faith, faith in, our trust in, uh, they betray us. And I think as we see, people are just getting disgusted
0: with I think the way things
1: are, which is good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I went to a Catholic uh, a Catholic grammar school too, and um, I'm 36 now. I'm gonna say 31 because still trying to stay young. But uh, these were these were going on when I was a kid as well, man. Like when I, when they'd be like, "Okay, it's time for your confession now." All the kids would be like, "Ooh," you know, <laughs> right? And and uh, you know. Man, it you can't hide this anymore, man. And nor, nor should you hide this at all, man. Um, and I, I do believe there was a thing before where don't say nothing, keep it to yourself. And I, I think that people are, you know, man, they're just um, they're getting stronger, sure. yeah. you know. And there are people out there that can help you. And um, it, it is just disappointing when you look for someone and they end up turning into being the opposite of what you sought. Mm-hmm you know and i just think it's another another opportunity or another reason to show that you can't put too much faith in in one person to lead you down your spiritual journey and i and like um like we said you know from the beginning man you sometimes you just have to seek within and i think you can find a spiritual growth that that is unmatched i think that when you do turn to your inside to to what, to your core um you can you can experience god that way as well you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely and, and another one uh another topic man to the madden shooting man the kids shot uh, these, four? uh yeah was it oh is it four i thought it was two
1: yeah i, I think i read something about four four people uh, being dead but uh oh, yeah man. you know um super i mean it should be unfortunate you know you have i mean but look, look at I think a part of that now, this is to say that this could have happened at any point in history, of course. We do have individuals who, you know, suffer from uh, particular issues, but I do think also, you know, the way things are nowadays, you know, the way kids are brought up and they're brought up in the culture where they're not interacting, they're not, because they they showed video of the individual and he wasn't it's almost like he he didn't smile, he never made any type of Mm -hmm. uh, expressions with his face, you know, it's super serious, and so when you when you look at that, you have to look at the, the culture, you know, the world is breeding these type of people because everybody's being disconnected via technology, via, you know, a lot of things now, you know, video games can bring people together. You know, when I used to play most of the time, I used said most of them playing against, you know, homies Madden and so on and so forth. But a lot of people, this is just their whole world. They got the headset on. They're talking to people from another place, but a lot of times they're just zoned out. And I think that people aren't learning how to deal. Like, Back in the day, you know, you out there on the playground, you lose, you lose. You know what I'm saying? Or you might fight and you and that's it. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But nowadays, the people are, are snapping and people are going to different levels. And I think that, once again, there's a certain level of spirituality that I believe is just within human interaction. You don't even have to discuss uh, God or, or anything like that. But I think that you just communing and breaking bread with or spending time with another individual. These are two souls, two spirits that are, 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 are um, interacting with each other um, on a on a unconscious level, you know, mm-hmm. you're not thinking about it. So I think the less and less human interaction we have and, and the more we have this this uh, being reliant upon uh, technology to to pass our time, you know, to um, to go on ahead and take up the majority of our day when we're bored or when we're, you know, we run to the TV or we run to the radio, or we run to our phones or we run to a video game. You know, I think time is going to show that these things aren't going to be the best for the human psyche.
0: Yeah, and I'm not a professional as far as gaming. Like, the only game that I really, man, and I kind of understand is Assassin's Creed. I mean, I could sit there for eight hours uh, (laughs) and just play that game. Um, Now I don't have the time with three little Rugrats running around and keeping my attention and busy all day. Um, But I, I could understand how you can get, like, you know, lost in a world that is just, uh, is, is fantasy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? And it, it, it was unhealthy, you know? I mean, I was calling off of work, you know, where I could have been making some overtime or something to play <laughs> Assassin's Creed. And I really, I thought about getting a tattoo of it. And I could imagine these people are probably tattooing, <laughs> you know, Madden on their body, like Madden champ 2017. And it's not good, man. Put, right. put on the game. I, um, I'm seeing some stuff where they're talking about some of the videos that the kids are watching. Uh, like I'm talking about young kids, even for myself, like we have to monitor now even more closely um, what they're looking at, because it's having an effect on their, on thro- them throwing tantrums on their. Like when I take away the phone or something for my kids, you got to see it, man. It's something like, Holy cow. Like mm-hmm. what's going on here? What, what is the attachment? There's something obviously going on in the brain that it, it, it craves that. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm wondering, like, with grown faith or with your faith, let's disconnect. Uh, What else can these kids or I'm seeing that there's parents pushing their kids to become gamers now because Mm -hmm. of the financial uh, aspect of it, the the reward of it, the millions that can be made. But let's just be honest here. Not everyone's going to make millions, you know, playing some games. And now you're setting yourself, your kid up for a life of, of separation. Right.
1: Right. Right. I mean. You know, and I think that that's that's one of the things that um, you know parents you know who are raising children in this day and age have to be mindful of and careful of. To people have always chased the dollar bill, you know. Um, you know, people have suggest, su- subjected their children to um, some crazy things for for a dollar. You know, think about the stories that you hear coming out of Hollywood and you know. The Michael the Michael Jackson, I know, like
0: his dad. I think they, right, they, man, he was a crazy one. Joe Jackson, right, right. Mm-hmm. right.
1: You know, people people, you know whether it's them looking at their child saying, wow, I wish I had this opportunity when I was a child or whatever the case it may be, you know, you, you have to be careful because all money ain't good money. Um, and the things that we have at our disposal nowadays, it's a lot of ways to make money. You know, you see a lot of people making a lot of interest in dollars doing different things on uh, social media. Don't mean it's good. So, um, you know, but so parents are going to, I think in a lot of cases latch on to this new age of, of, of an abundance of technology in the various ways that allows for us to, to, to receive an income. And, you know, kids are typically on the cutting edge of what's new. And, um, mm-hmm. if you can get your parent behind you, you're good to go. But I think that's where the waters get a little murky because parents are going to have to be a look, be on point more to say, yeah, but this isn't right. Or no, yeah, they- I don't think this would be good for you in the long run. You got to trust me on this one, you know?
0: Yeah, I remember listening to Tupac in my car uh, when, I was a, when I was a freshman. Tupac had just got killed. And, um, man, it, it really I, – I was a big fan. I still kind of am a big fan of Pac. Um, and I was listening to it because I was, like, you know, shedding a tear, you know, for Tupac. It was weird, mm-hmm. you know, never met the brother and, and uh, wish I had. Mm-hmm. And my mom, she had to be that mom and was like, oh, no, like, because you can't be listening to f F this and, you know – Right. She uh, no, I'm not listening to that. And I think that um parents have to be parents. Right. You know, um I know we wanna be friends. I wanna you know, and I'm I think I'm I'm learning from this right now. Um I have to be more parental. Mm-hmm. I have to be more strict. I have to be not just a friend, but I have to be a disciplinarian and in order to set my kid up to becoming a good person in life, mm-hmm. in order to having values, morals, um and also Setting them up, how do how do they um what is it called communicate? How do they socialize? I think that our kids are gonna be, uh, they're gonna grow up to be how we teach them and mold them to be. And I hope a lot of people are out there teaching them to be uh so- sociable. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. we we you know, there's got to be something there. And and I'm learning that myself. And it's this is a part of the process of me growing up. I'm I'm still thirty six. I'm still learning and how to be a parent. I don't think anybody is gonna get become uh. Ace of that, you know. Um, and if you do, man, more power to you. And I uh, hope I get a B at least. You right. Know? Right. So,
1: you know, so. it, it. It. You know. But it's it's funny. It's it's one of those situations, man, where you you um you know you look at parenting, and I and I think one of the biggest things where I've seen the most success um, is when the when the child trusts the parent, and they know that the parent trusts them. When and, that when that when that bond is, is tight on that level there's a lot of things as a child that, that children won't do just because they don't want to let their parent down because they yeah. trusted me with this time by myself or they're me with, I said, I was going to do this. And yeah, I mean, you know, all kids do weird stuff, you know, or things that uh, it may sneak it, But ultimately at the end of the day, I think that in a lot of cases, as a parent, you're going to make mistakes and you know, there's going to be issues, but trust is a, is a big thing. Just like we see out here in the world where, where, you know, you know, if a, if a person crosses you or, you know, somebody betrays that trust. It's very, very difficult to 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 rebuild it. You know, so you know, I, I think I think as as time moves on, the parents who who have established that with their children, conversations are a little bit more open because now the child knows, you know, what well I trust my parents. They've shown me through you know thick and thin that I can bank on them. You know, for for wanting the best for me. You mm-hmm. know, um, and I think it's it's it, it can get it can get interesting sometimes too, especially when parents. You know, if you if, if a child is blessed enough, because I think it is a blessing. I didn't have it, but I think it, it's, it's a blessing when children have both parents in the household that them, those parents can can come together as a team and say, OK, we're not going to contradict each other. So now we have a, a unit of of, of trust, because um, I know many people have trust with one parent, but they know they can't trust the other, one. you know, especially when those parents are in the same home. So I think in the times to come, you know, what we'll see is is those people who have that friendship, that friendship is going to come from trust, but trusting them as a parent, it's it's kind of in the same wheelhouse because once again, trust is trust.
0: Yeah. I remember when I was a young man, um, my cousin taught me how to swear, you know, I, I finally, I didn't know what it was, man. You know, I thought <laughs> I was cool. I, I saw, I found out what the F word was. And, and I remember I was dropping these words and everything like that. And I look at my friend and well, he wasn't a friend, man. Cause he didn't even warn me, man. He, I just saw his <laughs> eye. He looked behind me, and I'm like, I look behind myself, and I and I see through the window, my mom's looking there. Mm-hmm. Man, she came out, <laughs> and she put a whooping on me, man. And uh, from then on, that's the only time I ever got hit. But uh, <laughs> one thing is, uh, I never swore around her pretty much after that in, in, uh, in what, 30-something years after that. So right. um, <laughs> I, I think it's needed, man. I'm not telling you to go over there and – you know, and go whoop your kids hard, man, but I think that a good uh little hand behind the butt or a little bit of kick in the butt or in the right direction is something that uh parents um are gonna have to do, and I was trying to figure out how I'm gonna tie this in uh like I said, I wanted to talk about traditions and, and one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about traditions was um maybe you're lacking uh faith in your religion, like these kids that are like like I spoke on last week um check check this out, man kids are turning away from their faith at age 13.
1: Hmm.
0: And what I'm saying is that you haven't even experienced the the turmoil, the the what what man the what life brings to you, you know, the the bad parts, you know. I don't want to say the crappy moments, but you know what I mean? Life is not always peaches and apples, you know, and what are those people that are 13 walking away from the faith going to lean on? You know? Right. Right. I, what are they on gaming? (laughs) You know, there's something wrong there on, on on what else on social media, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're using social media to feel connected to somebody, you know, um, maybe you're finding the wrong things to connect in. And I feel like they're losing that, that source, that power source, that, the, that drive that, that pushes them in that right direction that where, Hey man, I can go and hang out with these friends all night. But then it was me at some time when I was growing up, uh, I'm going to pull away. You know, I'm going to go home, you know, because I don't want to go down this path. And you know what? They're losing that, man. Right. You know, and, and it's a shame because, you know, I, I think that my faith is something that I hold valuable. Right. And there was, there was a, uh, there was that the, what is it called, um, uh, a quote that I read where it says the soul, the soul is a sign of God, a heavenly gem whose reality the most learned men uh, had failed to grasp, whose mystery no mind, however acute, can ever hope to unravel, you know? And, and that's, that that's something to me because, man, I, I hold on to my faith, you know? Now, I'm not attending all the time church, or I'm not the perfect, uh, I, I guess you would call me Christian. I'm, I'm definitely a believer in God, or creator, um, but that's something that I hold valuable and I hold dear, and I think that people are losing it they're lacking in today's society you know yeah
1: you know you know and i think i think you're right you know i definitely think that there's an element of of um definitely truth in that but i also think too man that kids now like think about it the way i view children like say a baby comes into the world that baby is closer to connected to god way more than that parent is why because they just came from that realm and my this is my opinion they just came from that place where they were one with their creator here we've been you know muck has been thrown on us for years uh programming and doctrination and all these different things that have nothing to do with spirituality but man has got his whole hand on so many different things we don't know what's what no more so i think that when kids come like my cousin um her son he um he was about i don't know maybe six you know so six years old so <laughs> and uh She's a she's a you know, she goes to church every Sunday, so on this over her and her husband and everything. And her son at this age said, Hey, yeah, I don't really know if I believe every I don't believe that the Bible um is real. Or I don't believe everything that's in the Bible. And it really, you know, it really freaked her out because of course, like I said, it will freak any Christian out who wants to raise Christian children. But what I what I how I saw it at that moment, and when like I told her, I said, Look, I said, if a, a soul that young, what well, we consider young, because from the, from the body, physically young, is saying to you at this age, I don't know if I believe everything or if I believe everything that, that the Bible is saying is true. There may be something that they understand or that they know or that they sense or that they feel from somewhere that you can't mm. see, because we believe in prophets, don't we? We believe people get information from another realm about mm. future events. So what if your child is connected in such a way? But see, like they say, you know, you can learn a lot from children if you just watch them, if you just listen to them, because your child will say some profound things and they will if they will function in certain ways outside of just being upset, just being sad, just being let down. That child will snap back. That teaches us something. And I think that in a lot of cases, if you look at a child who's entering teenage years and a 13 year old and moving forward, I, I also think that maybe they haven't yet been introduced to the thing that they can't hold on to. Maybe the faith is wrapped up the wrong way. Mm. It's got the wrong packaging. So they're looking for a different package. So the package that the parent gave it to them in, maybe traditional means, a Christian or a, maybe Muslim or whatever the case may be, they're looking at that saying, I'm, I'm cool. That, that, ain't, that ain't for me. But, but if the parent was a little bit more open-minded, and I'm just saying hypothetically, they, they could say, okay, well, what do you think about this then? The different
0: packaging may be appealing because at the end of the day, many of the principles are the same. Hmm. And it's interesting you say that because I was listening, I, was, uh, I went online to PewResearch.org, and actually the younger generation tends to give more to the church than the older generation. Hmm. The only reason why the older generation still goes to church is to, it's out of just like habit, it's out of just, um, what was the word that they used? Uh, I forget right now, but there is, a, there is actually a youth out there that is searching. Mm-hmm. and and it's just um the older generation it seems that they just you know they they went through their life they've been pushed down they they've seen struggle they you know where it's just like uh you know they lost that fire they 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 lost that desire to to seek an, to seek a higher being to seek a higher self to maybe they didn't get an answer to one of their prayers or maybe they're just still stuck in the mud and You know, but there's definitely a younger generation out there that's, but what it did say is that the younger generation is given to the church out of, um, towards something that they have a passion in, Mm -hmm. you know, something that they're passionate about, that they feel good about. So I think that uh, whether uh, any uh, uh, religious institution or uh, place of worship needs to start tapping into that and also not forgetting about the older generation who has been kicked down and you know, and just feels like um, they're just waiting for their time to just end. You know, and um, you gotta tap into that young generation, man. Let's get it. Let's get off this uh, computers. You know,
1: right. You know, but if you if you look at let's say for instance the, the older generation, they were taught they were taught to just have faith and believe, mm-hmm. and then your and and it, your and your reward comes later. And I think that that's the issue because when we look into you know uh, even if you look in the scripture you know but when you look around. And you look at these individuals who have who have um I think gone past what we believe human beings are capable of, of of achieving, you know, um, I think they had a different message in their function, you know. Um, and like say say if you take the Christian aspect of it, you take a Jesus. You know, more people get concerned about him sacrificing his life for everybody, right? But to me, the most important thing is how he lived. You know, to me, he was showing you that health and abundance and all these different things should be a natural part of life miracles should be something that happened um to the point to where they're no longer miracles this is just how life is so i i I believe that the evolution of human beings should be to the point that they're able to usher in heaven on earth um by the the, by the, the the i guess the full consciousness of human beings stepping up but we are coming from a stage of 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 Think about it before this. It was a lot of mysticism. You know, when the weather was bad, you know, back and back, back, back in the day, it was about God being angry, you know. So man's evolution in terms of how they view uh, or how human beings have a view God and view spirituality is evolving. And I think that that evolution is still going to show us at some point, like people are saying, you know what, I, I'm cool on just believing. I want to know. And as I know, I want to be able to, to uh, manifest. And I think we're here to co-create. I think mm. we're here to 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 be that extension of God um, to experience life um, in a such in such a way that we manifest things as as um, as God's do. But mm. if you don't accept that, you accept sickness, you accept death, you accept okay. Well, one day, you know. And I think that's what the old generation they beat up. <laughs> you know, I look at my grandmothers; they beat up.
0: You know, it, it, it's 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 interesting. Hmm. You know what, too? I think that they beca- the church, or in my, per- you know, my religion, it became stagnant. Um, I don't believe in the seven-day theory. On the seventh day, he rested. Because if you look into the stars, there's creation still happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and that's one thing that I thought about years ago. I was like, wait a minute. Like, did God stop creating? Because as I posted a photo the other day, um, there's over 15,000 galaxies. So he just didn't make one galaxy. Right you know, and this goes back 11 billion years, um, and that's getting off topic, but one of the things I wanted to say about what the tradition was is that like, um, the reason why I wanted to focus on tradition is because it kind of goes into the core, right, mm-hmm. and what I, was, what I was speaking about last week was um, what happens when you don't have that faith to go on, you know, that faith to, to just, man, you, 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 know, you, you know, you're just you're out of it, and that's what it was, this is where it kind of, What I felt like traditions and maybe your culture might help you um get back on track to get moving you know and there there's a few cultures that i that i actually like i want to like I, for my family itself you know and one of, one of my favorite holiday is is christmas you know and one of the ones that came out was um what does it say that in uh let's see here uh, during center class, which is like actually Christmas, um, it's Christmas before there was Christmas. You know, obviously they people from uh, different cultures or countries brought over uh, their traditions and now we have Christmas over here, you know, but um, there's one culture where the members of the family on Christmas would recite a poem about a family member, like they, they pull out a hat, so it has nothing to do with gifts, you know. But they like 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 I would pull your name out of the hat and I would write a poem about Dior or right, mm-hmm. well you know about bishop, you know and and I thought that was good because like it's bringing the family together, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I'm like, what can I do? What can people do out there who are obviously losing something, who are lacking something, and I felt like traditions like uh where are you from like let's let's dig into your past and and, and let's get to know it, and one of the things that it said, um You know, uh, where is it here? Another one was uh, in Germany. It's called Polterband. Uh, Before a couple would wed, they bring their their family over and they break everything in the house, like vases and, and, uh, what does it say, dinnerware. They don't break any glass. But after the house is a mess, what happens? The couple has to clean it up. And what they're saying is it it teaches the couple – what hard work is and how hard it's going to stay united to for that marriage, mm-hmm. you know? And I really felt like, man, I wanted to bring some of these traditions even into my time and maybe into the people who are listening, like maybe this is what what it is, your faith in your past and your faith in, you know, now maybe you're going to talk to your grandma. And I, I actually felt like reaching out to my grandma, if she was able to like be here and talk to me, like, what are some of the traditions that she went through? You know, and right. how did they get closer to that? And I actually think that through some of those you might be able to get closer to your creator. Why not? Right. You know? A lot of these traditions have been passed down for generation to generation. So what what's to say that me digging into my past and finding about about my heritage and my culture cannot lead me closer to my God and my creator. You know? I don't know if you feel the same.
1: Right. Know? Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I think those things are are you know that those, those traditions that you, that you spoke of i think that those are way more meaningful than what we practice you know or what typically people practice and i think that those things are definitely needed um at the core if you have those at the core of a family you know of marriage uh, whatever type of relationship it is that's where you have a goal you have something to reach you have something to remind yourself we're striving for something and i think that those are the things that uh that keep everything moving you know without friction you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um doesn't mean it's not obstacles but you you find yourself having a, a a goal together and i think that i think traditions and i think things that people are a part of as a family should do that you know they shouldn't just be something that is just kind of thrown down there and saying okay well let's just do this and then it's over it should be something that's lasting it should be something that's meaningful
0: and mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, I saw a tradition uh, years ago from this one family where, like, when they bought their first house on Christmas, they they made, like, a a house ornament, Mm. you know, and they put, like, the year that they bought their first house. And Mm. um, uh, when the girl or something like that, she did, like, gymnastics or something, they made a gymnastics one for that year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, that's a tradition that I would like to pass down for my family, you know, make one like we just bought our house last year. I would love to start that tradition. And there was a thing where... I don't know if it's like for every culture um I think I might be what third generation here um, where it says very few of the distinctive cultural traditions have been handed down to the to the younger generations, perhaps because they were eager to blend into the american culture ah makes sense makes sense right where you makes lose sense. you lose a lot, but as right. I was digging into some of the traditions, you know we are studying we are following the traditions of people's uh of uh, different cultures right america is a melting pot but mm-hmm. i just feel like um don't forget that right you know keep that close if you, you might not believe in a god or anything like that but you you do have something like there's uh the family unit itself you know make your family stronger make the your unit uh like a tribe you know people were tribal back in the day mm-hmm. you know let's make our 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 unit closer and i think that it's going to pull us out of uh, of the the quicksand that we're walking in you know, where you just, man, I'm not feeling the mood to to do anything. And I, I really think that the family unit is going to be the start of it. And it's actually going to be the start of my family. I'm going to make my family unit as strong as I can. And um, hopefully there's no kinks in my chains as they grow up, you know? Right.
1: And, uh,
0: that's what I want to uh speak on. And uh, let's see what time it is. I don't want to keep people up forever. Uh We are a little bit over. But another thing I wanted to share. Was there was three? There's one. There's a few people, right? Uh, I don't know if you know who Shannon Briggs is. I might have talked to you about him before. Sounds familiar. Yeah, he's a he's a boxer, right? Mm -hmm. He was he was homeless. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. His mom died of an overdose. He became a heavyweight champ of the world. Mm -hmm. Sylvester Stallone, foster care, struggled emotionally, academically, was expelled. That dude is Rocky and Rambo. Mm -hmm. You know. Another one, Colonel Sanders, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's thank him because actually I used to like the chicken before, even though it's fall off, right? Right. (laughs) The dude was a fireman, a tire salesman, an insurance salesman, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't experience success until he was 62 when he set out at the age of, it took him 12 years after the age of 50, when he only had $105 of Social Security money and went around the country trying to sell his recipe for chicken. <laughs> he sold it for only $2 million at the age of 74. Crazy. Crazy. It's crazy. crazy. So there, And what I wanted to end this off was there's a lot of rags to riches, and I'm, I don't care about the riches, but there's a lot of success stories that have come from, from the sewer, if we're just to say, you know. And if it takes you 50, 60, however many years You know, everybody here that I think that is listening, they can reach their Rambo status, their Rocky status, their Colonel Sanders status. And as I like to listen to Shannon Briggs, he says, let's go champ. And that's what changed around his life. When he became over like three, four hundred pounds, he he looked in the mirror and started saying, let's go champ. Mm -hmm. And he motivated himself and he got back out and the dude's boxing again and people are ducking him. And he's almost like 50 years old. People don't want to fight him. Mm You know, so to the listeners out there that are struggling and don't have that motivation or that faith to, 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 to go into work tomorrow, Friday, um, you know, think about those stories. And I think that each and every one of you have that story. And I would love for you to share that story. And uh, like I said, hit us up on Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on our nine platforms. And uh, we hope to motivate, inspire, as well as receive inspiration from you guys. Mm-hmm. most definitely so I don't know if you want to share anything to the people
1: yeah just um, yeah just to kind of piggyback off what you were just saying never let the situation whatever they may be that come upon you keep you from sharing and expressing the passion and purpose that lives within you mm. so you know as we, as we all try to move and do better you know just try to remember those things that you know there's going to be things that weigh you down there's going to be things that get a little heavy you know, uh, we all experience and I'm experiencing things now, you know, but you can't let it silence you. You can't mm. let it uh, dim your light. Um, you have to find a way because it's not just about other people depending on you. You know, you are you are the future. You that's still going to be here. It can either be here broken or 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 triumph. It's, uh, it's up to you. You know, and so, you know, my my encouragement to each and every individual who hears this is that you know, get up. Get up and keep pushing. You've going You're going through whatever it is that you're going through, um, so that at some point you're going to say the same thing to somebody else. And while you're saying it, it may hurt, but you know that you know pain is just a part of the process. Yeah, you know what I'm
0: saying, I love it, man. And uh, as we sign off, like I always say, I don't know what you're doing tomorrow or this weekend, but I hope you guys tune in for another episode next week, episode number nine. We're going to carry on this topic of. Uh, what if you don't have that faith, you know, and I hope to motivate and inspire you guys and uh, tune in next week. And until then, have a good day to you. All right. Bye bye.